You're listening to the Incomparable's Total Party Kill podcast, in which a group of friends play Dungeons and Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode number 242, posted May 2020. Non-fatal arm wrestling. Welcome back to Total Party Kill. I'm your dungeon master, Tony Sindelar. That's right, I can say my name accurately. We are here at the Dog and Pony Show exploring the horrible land of Barovia, a land that you could say is cursed by Strahd. The adventure we're playing is called Curse of Strahd. Uh, joining me are five intrepid adventures. Allow me to introduce them in random order as determined by random.org. First off, it's Aline Sims. Hi, Aline. Hello, I am playing, as always, Imra Soliana, the half or full elf, wood elf, ranger, and her dog, Androdite. Also here, it's Micah Sargent. Hello, I play Elevor, the half elf druid. He doesn't have any cool pets or anything. Not yet. Next yeah, up. Yeah, but you can turn into an octopus. I feel like yeah, that. that's right. I am my that's own right. pet. <laughs> Guys, let's keep the intros tight. Sorry. Nope. <laughs> Next up, it's Dan Morin. Hello, I am playing Cast in Onatar's Crucible, aka Crucible, a Warforged Cleric. Also here, it's Jane Ritt. Hello, I am playing Lena Dulina, the human rogue. And last but not least, it's Erica Ensign. Hi, I am playing Brildish, a mountain dwarf uh, who has a celestial pony named Pony Sindelarnt, who is currently outside of the tavern that we are inside of. And I am, of course, your dungeon master, Tony Sindelar, being held together by equal parts scotch tape, cold medicine, and I've replaced caffeine with Gatorade. And so far, so good. It's going to be one of those nights, people. Tuesday night! Tuesday night! Why are you here in the cursed town of Velaki? What mysteries will you uncover in the Blue Water Inn? Is there anybody in this adventure more lovable than Rictavio, the half-elf bard? For answers to questions such as these, let's play Dungeons & Dragons right now! Whoa. Coming Tuesday little, night. Coming in a little hot there. <laughs> That's it's what I do. Tuesday <laughs> night. Sorry, editors. <laughs> It'll all get fixed. Did I know he was a bard before? I think that was a revelation. You know, I think I just described him as colorfully dressed, but you know, that's, you know, he didn't hand out a business card. He should have. Um, <laughs> you know, so take notes for next time. <laughs> we, yeah, when I run this adventure again. Uh, um, <laughs> so we are joining our adventurers there in the Blue Water Inn in the town of Velaki. Um, they have been escorting. Uh, Irina Koliana from the town of Barovia, Little Barovia, in hopes of leading her somewhere that has less of the devil's influence. And so they have left the town of Barovia, Little Barovia, for the town of Velaki, a town where everything is supposed to be okay. Um, Lena Delina has thoughts on that. That she will yep. share later. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, last time you managed to chat with uh, several people and learn some things about the. I don't know. I don't. I really don't know what you guys learned the last. <laughs> the last hour was kind of a fugue state for me. Uh, if there was not a recording, I wouldn't know it, would, it was happening. Everything is great inside my head, people. <laughs> um, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners can't tell, but Aline, Aline, Aline is giving me a look that is equal parts concern and amusement, and it seems yes. accurate. Yeah, yep. that's that's where I am. Um, yep. So, um, rolled. I think we have covered conversations. You you basically spread out to cover more ground. Always a valid tactic in Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, Elevor, you chatted up Rictavio, uh, Crucible, and Lena Dulina talked to Erwin Martikoff, the innkeeper. Imra, you met uh, Yevgeny and Soldar, uh, the hunters, and I believe that leaves Broldish to chat with uh, the two um, gentlemen who are arm wrestling and swearing at each other a lot. Irina is going to sit at the table, slowly picking at a wolf steak. Uh, yeah, so Brulish has now uh, eaten like two wolf steaks and a bowl of stew, and 
several glasses of wine. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so uh, I'll approach the uh, the arm wrestlers and just be like, hey, can I get in on this? This looks like lots of fun. Absolutely. Please have a seat. Thanks. I am Nikolai. This is my brother, Carl. Nice to meet you, Nikolai. Nice to meet you, Carl. I'm Brodish. Brodish! That is a great name. Oh, thanks. Nobody's ever said that before. I love it, bro. Please, have a seat. Have a drink. I, I will sit down. I will wave the, to the barkeep for another glass of wine. Um, and, uh, so they were arm wrestling and having a grand old time. Um, they seem rather drunk. Uh, but they are very excited that someone has come to their table. It is good to meet someone else. Welcome. Are you new in Velaki? I am. This is my first time here. Is there anything I should know about the town? Yeah, we run this place, bro. This is like, this is our town. It's me and me and Nikolai. You, you need something. You need anything. You need someone beat up. You talk to us. This is our town. All right. Well, that's, I feel <laughs> just super lucky to have landed at your you table You are here. lucky, bro. I, uh, I I saw you arm wrestling, and yes. I I, w- I would love to to challenge one of you to uh, to a good old fashioned arm wrestle battle. They both put out their arms on the table. Uh, okay, yeah. I'll I'll arm wrestle you both at the same time. <laughs> they seem to think that that's a great idea. <laughs> okay, so I you know one arm each. All right, uh, I'm gonna pull out two d twenty here. I've got an orange and a green. Orange will be the right d- die. Left will be the green die. Uh, they are commoners. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yep. Um, if, this, if this arm wrestling match doesn't end with Broldish holding both of their torn off arms, I'm yeah. just. <laughs> I'm just trying. I'm, I'm not, just not that drunk yet. No, I'm just, just trying to think. Strong. Do you? I mean, how good do you think is Broldish at arm wrestling with your off arm, Broldish? Uh, I feel like. Well, I mean, my strength is like. What do I have for strength? Um. I mean, my strength is 18, so I feel like even my off arm is probably like a good 16 or so. Okay. I'll I'll allow it. All right. And I mean, Uh, I'm I'm often swinging my axe with two arms. I carry a big-ass shield. Why don't you apply a slightly lower uh, modifier to your left arm? She goes to the gym. She works both arms. I mean, she's responsible. So they are very excited. They have never both arm wrestled one person at the same time. (laughs) Probably not a lot of people arm wrestle these guys. Uh, And so they're, they're like, ready? One. Two. Three and they roll. All right, um, I'm rolling crappy. Well, oh, we have inspiration from last time. If you happen to want to use that, that's true. Uh, I feel like I'm going to use inspiration for one of these rolls. All right, I've got two rolls ready to tell you about what they are when you're ready. <laughs> okay, Erica, that's fun. All right, uh, yeah, I have I have both of mine uh, all ready to go. All right, so uh, Nikolai is on your left, okay. and he rolled a ten. Okay, I got a 21. <laughs> oh, oh, easy, easy, easy. It's my drinking arm. And Carl is on the right. Carl got a 16. I got a 24. Not to say too much about this, but when I was in college, I did see my RA wrestle a guy, and he actually... <laughs> He actually broke his arm. Like, my <laughs> arm got his arm broken in an arm wrestling contest. It was one of the most I, disturbing things I've ever seen. Oh. It looked a lot like this. Yeah. That, that Broldish is not drunk enough yet to, like, go full bore. Or and, more than you and, need to. Yeah, and I'm, and, and I'm not, like, angry at these people, so none of the sort of vengeance, anger, battle, haze is coming through. <laughs> so I, I, <laughs> so Broldish I? definitely, I would be pulling back a little bit so as to purposely not hurt them. So I right. could have gone as strong as 24, mm-hmm. but I'd like right. to say that I didn't. This is non-fatal arm wrestling. <laughs> yes. yeah. Subdual damage. No, subdual <laughs> arm wrestling, yeah. arm wrestling um, damage. I have an important question that's not D- D&D related. Uh, <laughs> listeners may not know this, but I am not a super tough guy. So I just have a question about arm wrestling. Is it possible, like, do, are you doing something wrong if you get your arm broken? Oh, yes. Like, shouldn't that? Yeah, that's oh, not okay. good. Like, so- are both people doing something wrong? Or yeah, just... there's a lot of wrongness going around there. That's okay. not like that's not like oh, you're just really great at arm wrestling and you won an arm wrestling. But no, because like the, that's you're wrong. like I mean, lost. it could hurt, but like like it shouldn't break your arm. Right? Right. Like yeah. your arm bends. Like, Generally, well, it shouldn't yeah. even yeah. hurt. Really? Yeah. I mean, All right. Okay. Maybe your hand. All right, we've cleared. Yeah. All right, I have. We've cleared that up. We've also diminished my reputation among the listeners as super tough guy. Uh, trust me, I rode a motorcycle to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was wearing pajamas on that motorcycle, though. It's so there we go. We've even down anyway. But the pajamas were leather. <laughs> leather pajamas. Wow, mm, that's I a cool have, guy. That's, yeah, it's a cool guy. So oh, cool. Um, but my jacket was flannel. So um, <laughs> just, just a roller coaster of your toughness with me. That's how it goes. Uh, which is basically what it's like to eat a wolf steak. Um, back, toughness. back, back to where we were. Um, Proldish, you have destroyed uh, Carl and Nikolai in the arm wrestling contest. They are very int- impressed. Bro, you have to teach us our secrets. How do you do that, bro? Um, would there be like any kind of technique things that I could? That I could teach them and show them to to help them arm wrestle better in the future. Do you I think Broldish sincerely knows these things, or is Broldish making these up? I I honestly like maybe I'm strong. Erica, I'm a is, Erica it is clear that you, neither you nor I knows enough about arm wrestling to engage in this conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just as pretty much anytime horses come up in this game, horses, I think they're basically like furry motorcycles. Let's just assume yes. Okay, so yeah, so I will, I will generously sort of, you know, say, yeah, when I watched them when they were first doing it, be like, okay, so yeah, if you put your elbow like this, and, you know, use, you know, not so much in the wrist, but more in the shoulder or whatever, I don't know, I could be saying Imra, that Imra! <laughs> There's some noise in the background. Yeah, yep. just sort of keeping the timeline uh, going, yep. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, so after, after giving them those, those gifts of, mm-hmm. uh, you are uh, you are great, bro. Welcome knowledge. to Velaki. You need anything, you come to us. You staying here long? Uh, I don't know how long I'm gonna be around in town. I think I might be might be heading out, and I'm just wondering since you guys seem to like just know what's up. Yeah, um, our family. We run this town. This is yeah. our town, bro. Do you know? Do you know much stuff that happens outside <laughs> of the town? Like I bet Not you hear so a lot much. of stories. Nah, I bet bro. You hear stories from, from outside other of town is, is lame. It's all about mm. it's all about what happens in town. That's where we run this stuff. Our, our mom is like a big deal here. It's a real big deal. Interesting. I'm curious where the best wine in town comes from. Literally, this is your only option. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm like, is it sourced from somewhere else? Like, is there a really cool winery that, like... Uh, you know, Erwin up at the bar, he could tell you, but, like, his family mm. has the winery. So, it's, it's, uh, west of here. It's a Wizard of Wines winery. It's Martakov family. Yeah. Locally sourced. Barovia. Okay. They can get wines from outside of Barovia. Let us know how that works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cool. Uh, yeah. Um, but this is, I think this is the only place in town that serves it. Gotcha. All right. Um, so are there any castles in town or around town? Castles? Yeah. Like, does Barovia, I know Barovia has, like, the one castle. We don't talk about that, bro. No, 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 no. Are there other castles? I mean, there's, like, big houses. But no castles. I don't think so. That's a weird question, bro. I'm I'm a little weird. I mean, yeah, you have to be kind of cool. weird. You you good. You show us how to how to wrestle. Mm-hmm. You we gotta be kind of weird that. to know how to to arm wrestle with both arms at the same time. That's just Imra. The family takes care of the birds. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, there's some big houses. Our mom, she's got a big house. Burgermeister, his house is pretty big. Is that what you think? Not castles, big houses. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Manses? Would they call them a manse? Nicholas says, yes, manses. Gotcha. All right. Carl says, um, or maybe manor houses? I don't know. I'm not an architect, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't really... I'm still, like, figuring out what my <laughs> job is going to be. Can you please say architect again? In I am not an architect, bro. <laughs> it was like architect. <laughs> it was. I'm, I'm what you call an architect. Hey, I'm architecting here. <laughs> <laughs> I All packed right. my architect um, in Harvard. Yeah, yeah sh- surely that won't show up as a gif on Twitter, Erica. <laughs> I feel like it's pretty clear that none of the questions that I want to ask are going to be like at all answered by these guys. So by I will just continue drinking and arm wrestling all with right. them and I'll I'll That's, let them win sometimes. Talk about their family. They want to talk about their family. Let's sure. The I family. mean if they if they blather more about their family, I will happily listen to it, but I'm I have no specific questions. Yeah. I, I mean I have you specific know. questions. Not for these jerks. <laughs> not for these jerks. Like this is my brother. I told you that, right, bro? 
This he is literally my bro, bro. But like our mom is like a big deal. And like the Burgermeister thinks he's a big deal. But no, our mom, she's gonna run this town someday. We already do run this town, like for reals. What's but, her like, name? What? What's your mom's name? Her name is I forgot the someone said my such Mom. Such a good question. Oh, I'm so glad you asked what the name of our mom is, the person who gave us life that we should definitely know. Her name is Fiona Walker, bro. I know her name. She's my mom. I call her mom. That's why I had to think about it. Don't be mean, bro. Is she an architect? She's not an architect. Why do people keep asking that? I'm so mad, bro. Meanwhile, literally anywhere else. Bro. Bro, yeah. yeah. You know what? Different NPCs uh, are going to have different personalities. And they all have that strange pseudo-Italian, pseudo-Russian, pseudo-Boston accent that <laughs> that I maintain is a canonical Barovian accent that I can't maintain for more than eight seconds. Um, does anybody else want to? Because I think, Broldish, you're all set. I didn't mean to cut you off if you had further questions for them, Broldish. I got nothing else. You got nothing. Regroup. Yeah. Elizabeth, right. what were you yelling about birds? Okay, so... Uh, my friend, uh, uh, Rusty told me that, uh, they, like the birds, they take care of the family and it's the family pronounced Rictavio, Rictavio is suddenly among you. Whoa. Ah. Hi there, ah. Rictavio. Hey Hello. pal. Uh, so this is my friend Rictavio. Um, A pleasure. Hi, Rictavio. and you are, Hello. I'm Brildish. I Hi. knew that you look like a Brildish. How many toes does she have? It's easy, easy, easy friend. We'll get there. <laughs> I mean, it's you very just personal very question. Hello, Victavio. My name is Castanona Tars Crucible. It is a pleasure to meet you. It is my pleasure to meet you. You are fascinating. Why, thank you, I think. Yeah, that sounds like a compliment to me. Uh, this, wait, did, um, this is my pal Imra. Uh, I can't remember if Imra introduced. Did did Imra? Did you introduce yourself yet? No, I didn't. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I was just not, looking at him. Was not planning to. <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> and this my is my friend Lena. Yep, that's me. What uh, a so good! It is good to have friends. And you and Arena Koliana says hello. I'm Arena. Yeah, that's Arena. You look um, familiar. Oh, but please don't let me intrude. I'm going to go get some more wine. Talk amongst oh, yourselves. Oh, and she, uh, he do, do you know Rick Tavio? Has he been um, to Little Barovia? Oh, you're asking Lena. Okay, good. No, uh, Irina. He's I'm asking Irina. Irina. Yeah. I have never met that creature before in my life. He is, <laughs> he is very strange. Uh, okay, well, that's... Odd. In kind of an exciting way. I mean, people in Barovia, Big Barovia, also Little Barovia, can be rather dour, but I find his enthusiasm, enthusiasm unsettling. Yeah, he does have a certain energy about him. <laughs> is... Never heard that word pronounced with quite that much yeah. <laughs> disdain. Uh... I recognized you, which is odd. I do want to note, so he says that, uh, you know, those birds that the madam was sort of telling us about and how we should listen to the birds. And Yes, yes. Yeah, so apparently this fam... Oh, I'm saying this kind of quietly. This family... Yes, I assume so. They sort of take care of the birds, and he says that the birds sort of take care of him, them. I don't really know what that part means, other than maybe the birds do for the family what the birds do for us, which is squawk at us when we shouldn't go places, apparently. Um, so, yeah, uh, that is a thing. And I really had trouble learning anything else from him because he just wanted to talk about his memoirs. Um, but I thought maybe someone who, uh, who's more of a, a scholar and, and uh, very much a, a question asker, and I look at Caston on Atari's Crucible, might be able to get a little bit more out of old Ricky. I, I would be happy to have a conversation with him. He seems a most intriguing person. We talked to the bartender, the proprietor of this place, and learned something unsettling about the windmill that we passed earlier in that we think the purveyors of pastries from there are supplying townspeople with 
strange goods that cause them to enter that same not quite their state as we encountered with Bluto. Yes, it oh, seems yeah. like there are more than one old lady. Yeah, Indeed. Ricky mentioned that there. She, he, Ricky said uh, that there were multiple uh, that that multiple women live there, and that uh, you would be smart not to eat the pastries. And Aww. I'm trying to remember what else. Um, yeah, I think that was it. So definitely multiple uh, pastry makers. I am concerned about allowing this practice to continue. As we have seen with Bluto, it can prove unpredictable and perhaps dangerous. I wonder if... Or worse, maybe it's predictable and stuff that, like what he was doing, was the aim of these people who are making these pastries, which is just, that's baking for the wrong reasons. Indeed. <laughs> I agree with you, Broldish. I think perhaps it bears further investigation. Uh, perhaps we could put a stop to it. I think that's a good idea. Did I, I really tried hard to get some information about some of the stuff that, that we were going to try to look for. I, I wanted to know about the, where to, the winery, you know, the cask that we're looking for. Those guys, those guys knew nothing about anything outside of Barovia. I wanted to ask about the drowned town. Nothing. Uh, actually, I didn't even bother asking about that because they were, they were very, very in their cups and very, uh, in their own heads about how Vallaki is like the place to be and nothing outside is, is helpful. Yeah, I did they'll, ask, they'll get that way. Mm, I did ask if there were any other castles just because uh, uh, if, if you recall, um, there was uh, one of the, the cards in the reading we got from, uh, from the lady said that uh, you'll find what you seek in the castle amid the ruins of a place of supplication. I was wondering if there might be a different castle than, you know, the castle. Uh, but it doesn't sound like it. Seems so. like that is the only castle known. I believe yep. we had heard the name of the drowned town before, but we have gotten it sounded like perhaps Imra, you found some more specific information about that. Yeah, I know where it is now, so we can head out um, <gasps> if we want to. And also, I was warned that there are um, beings, non-human beings, um, around. So I think we need to be pretty careful because I don't know if it's, I don't know, in Barovia, if it's ghosts or what. Um, they in also... Inside the city limits or just in, in general? The water, it sounded like. Oh. Uh, yeah. And also that skeletal horse and skeleton um, apparently is wandering looking for a way out of Barovia. So oh, like so us. maybe we should follow it yeah. and see if there's a way out. They said that it just wanders. There is no way out and it is perpetually mm. wandering. So I don't know. But maybe maybe we can find a way out and help 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 it. I don't know. Sure. Hmm. I, I like helping like all kinds of ponies and horses, except for the ones in the stew, and those I just help myself to. Uh, all right, we'll so we'll Rick take Rick Tavio and a skeletal horse. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. sounds yeah. wonderful. Yeah, Ricky did say that if you see the horse, then you're marked for death, but I also sort of uh, explained to Ricky that kind of from the moment you're born, you're marked for death, so... Way to bring the room really, down, Elevor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we sort of really I, didn't get anywhere on that conversation, and I'm not really sure what he meant, I was per se. also told that it is a bad omen if you see it. But Barovia is a bad omen, so I don't know. <laughs> well, it yeah. seems as though finding a solution to the writer's problem may not be the easiest thing for us to set about, but we might encounter a solution in our pursuit of some of these other goals that we could then bring to bear on that problem. I would suggest either investigating the windmill or perhaps making our way to Berez for a next stop, but obviously not until the morning. Arena inquires, and would I follow you or would I stay here in Velaki? I mean, what do you want to do? Yeah. What? I don't know. Everything seems... I don't know. It's good to be out in the world, but I am also, you know, there are so many tales among my people about the dangers of the world. Uh, I don't want to die in a windmill. That Rocky I know. Sounds. This certainly seems to be a safe place from what I can tell. At least the I mean, inn or, seems to be regarded as a very safe place. Or there's the fact that we saved uh, Arabelle uh, for the Vistani 
they might be willing to put you up and keep you safe if you felt like, you know, hanging out in their camp was more appealing than in this large, strange, imposing city. I don't know which uh, which feels better to you. I'll have to think on that. Yeah, do. Well, we still have the evening before us. Uh, perhaps mm-hmm. we could decide where to set out to in the morning unless there is further investigation that needs to be done. I, as much as I am gung-ho to go and get that weapon that is possibly in that drowned town, uh, Crucible, you made a really good point about the uh, the possible pastry dealers and the effect that they might be having on the town in a more, uh, like, that's happening now, and that's something that maybe we could stop now. Does whereas, seem like an imminent threat. Yeah, if that if that weapon has been there for a while, it's probably going to still be there for a while just waiting for me to find and give to Lena Dulina. Oh, indeed. Barovia isn't getting any less haunted, so I think we're safe on that. <laughs> and we know the location of the windmill and how to get there, which yes. is certainly a leg up in that department. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that first we can perhaps discuss with the Burgermeister. Um, they had mentioned that he was not going to be happy about Bluto state so perhaps he shares our concerns mm. oh i did also learn and i mean take this with like several large grains of salt but uh but the two the two bros i was hanging with over there think that their <laughs> mom is a really important person in town uh i believe that they said the burgermeister thinks he's a big deal but our mom she's gonna run this place someday and it is possible sometimes drunk people say things that are actually true occasionally so uh i don't know if chatting with her would be something worth doing just to to get a feel on the whole bluto situation and if she knows anything about the pastry dealers tony can i corroborate that Mm -hmm. is their mother really a big deal uh the walker family is a big deal in town gotcha not oh yeah uh, her name is fiona walker yeah she is not part of the uh the ruling family, as it were, in terms of the Burgermeister family, right. but in terms of money and influence, uh, next best thing, and perhaps has influences beyond that of a Burgermeister. Uh, and that yeah. her, her uh, Lena, Lena Delina would know that the um, the wa- uh, the Walker family has basically kind of been in a you know kind of a political battle with the right. um, the the Volakovich family for mm. forever. So we yep. could play both sides against the middle if we, we need to get something done. Also, just to be clear, probably even from an outside observer, but certainly from Alina Dulina's point of view, they're all awful. <laughs> oh, yes, certainly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but different kinds of awful. Well, not, right. not, even, not even really that different kinds of awful. It also seems yeah. as though, since the, we know the windmill is a, a close journey from here, mm-hmm. we have time to... Uh, make further inquiries amongst the Burgermeister and perhaps this Wachter family before we set out and we can still ensure that we will make the trip during daylight. Indeed. I dig it. Although I I wish I could tell from the birds, you know, natterings, whether they just (sighs) wish to warn us of danger or if they believed somehow that it was danger we were not yet strong enough to fight. That's what I would like to know. See, I was going to say. If only, Ricky, if only the birds held, held up science that said, caution, you must be level six to enter this ride. Yeah. You know? they could A challenge sort of rating sky, of some like kind. Sky writing. Like they could just, you know. Birds are not yeah. known for their sky writing. No, they're like, uh, they flew in, it, like swallows or whatever. They fly in the giant swarms. Mm. Starlings. Mm-hmm. Starlings. They form out like, like a number mm. for you. Dan, and- I didn't have the budget for that. These are ravens. We <laughs> talk more to the family. Family, some ravens can talk the birds, that they that's can help real us better understand the language <laughs> that the birds speak Eric i think is just that's making an... up stuff about ravens <laughs> i think that is an excellent idea elavor perhaps the uh the family here can give us further information about their relationship with the birds and the ravens at the tower of london some of them can actually say i, I know that several words yes like what six. <laughs> Probably not a lot of words, but some of them are like seventy years old. That's really old for a raven. That's a long time to live. Yeah, those really ravens can complain. When I was a kid, <laughs> back in my day. 
Leave the uh, EU. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> Dan. Sorry, Dan. Save your save your political bird talk for your other <laughs> podcast. Um, yeah, save it for clockwise. No, that no, one no. it's political bird talk with Dan Moore. Yeah. Oh, oh gotcha, yeah. gotcha. It's a new show. It's uh, just haven't you and then yeah, and, and a bird. birds and a bird. Somehow, somehow he got picked up by NPR. It does not make any sense. <laughs> you listen to NPR it makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, National Pelican Radio. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, uh, all be ravens be considered. Um, <laughs> so, my question for you, Dungeon Master to players: Do you wish to do anything else before you turn in for the evening? As that is something you could do at this point. I high five Ricky. Oh, delightful. I think we should turn in. Elevore, I feel like you and I are going to be fast friends. You know, I have been talking about how I wish there was a bard along with us, so. Well, don't think of me as a companion. Just think of me as one of those ships passing in the night. But you can find me here, or uh, I'll tell you even, you you seem like the trusting fellow. Uh, when I am not in Volaki, which, you know, I've been for a little while, and I think it'll be time to shove off sooner or later, uh, I keep a home uh, not too far from here. Uh west of Velaki. I don't know if you've explored there yet. Oh, there's kind of a stream and a lake, and I have this, there's this old tower that I'm fixing up uh, on the uh, the edge of the stream. It's it's quite nice. I think it used to be a wizard's tower or something, but I'm I'm redoing it. It's good to ke- keep busy. To the west of Velaki, you said. To the west. Excellent. Good to know. Just a little ways off the main road. Can't miss it, unless you didn't know it was there. But now you know. On the stream. Now I know, and that's where oh, I can find Oh, look now. at me talking about real estate. I've, I've had too much to drink. Wait, I, I lean in really close and I say, is there like a secret knock I need to do to get into the door? Yes, but I won't tell you it because it's my tower. Uh, well, we'll talk I mean, more well, later. Okay, I think you misunderstood me, pal, but that's fine. That's fine. I just wanted to, you know, like if you were there... How do I let you know that it's oh, us outside I'm your I'm not door? that drunk, Elevar. Oh, okay, you're very cool. clever, but not clever enough. Not for me, Rick Savio. <laughs> uh, sir, I am a bard. I don't know if I told you that. We are the most clever. I am a former circus ringmaster, a master of rings. That is how I clever thought, I am. I, look I back thought at there the were party. no circuses in Barovia. Yeah, yeah I ran a circus before Barovia. Now I'm trapped here. Do I have to tell my life uh, story again? Yes, People, no, these are the stories. Story. You should make copies of your book so I, you can all sort of. I'm working on the manuscript as we speak. Some delightful gentleman keeps interrupting me. Oh, it's that's, you. That's me. I get it. Ah, oh, that's funny. <laughs> Very clever. Very clever. <laughs> oh, but anytime. It's, you know, it's good to right. talk. It is good to be alone with one's thoughts. Everything is grand here at Barovia, except for the whores. But not here. Not here in the, by the hearth with a good cup of wine. Things are okay. Things are better than okay. Things it are okay. was wonderful to meet you, Rictavio. <laughs> and you as well, lady. Um, <laughs> we'll see you at your tower at some point. Stop mm-hmm. by. Okay, I'm going upstairs. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to wave. I'll yeah. wave. A good night's sleep is few right. and far between in Barovia. There's a crash as no. Carl and Nikolai have split a table in half and Erwin <laughs> Mardikov kicks them out. So it was an Ooh, question. Um, so, so they've been kicked out. I'm just wondering, did they drop anything as they left? I'm just, <laughs> no. I'm just thinking like if, if so, then like that would be a reason to go and chat with her mom. And they did not. It also, calling. it probably occurs to you, Roldish, that it's it's past calling hours. That wouldn't be very becoming. No, no, it no, does not, not occur to Roldish. <laughs> okay, Roldish no. is up on etiquette. <laughs> so, no, no, uh, no. I meant like tomorrow if we decided mm-hmm. we wanted to ch- check up on that to be like, oh, he dropped his handkerchief. We came to return it. They know such things. If okay. you wanted, you could probably steal something from two drunk. Jerks. No. <laughs> Ooh, this is the kind of thing Broldish isn't actually smart enough to think of on her own unless okay. she happened to see it on the floor. Yeah. Lena so. doesn't want to have dealings with that family. <laughs> so. All right. Seems like things are emptying out. Um, the, uh, the, the two hunters, Yevgeny and Solidar, settle up their bill and head off into the night. Unclear where they're going to sleep. Maybe the stables or something? Um, and Rictavio seems like he's just going to st- sit there talking at uh, Erwin Mardikov for forever. 
Yeah, sounds about right. But Erwin Mardikoff starts going around putting out some of the lights in the uh, the tavern. Uh, you begin being given directions to get to your rooms. You actually have to go outside of the tavern. There are stairs on the side of the building that go up. And I don't know if you guys can see on the map. We you scroll, scroll up. up. Yep. There's the second floor. You have rented mm -hmm. room M. Does it show you an M or is that only I can see the M? Not uh, but there's only one with four beds. Yeah, yes. it's, oh, it's a little desk. That one. There we go. There's yes. the M. Uh, so feel free to arrange yourselves in that room. Why would I ask specifically where you are? Yeah, That's not suspicious at all. Like <laughs> <laughs> Micah, sometimes I just like to know things. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh... -huh, uh -huh. uh I think I'm gonna meditate over here. I can't see anything, so put me wherever you think I should be. Oh, uh, well, Bruldish, I think since you're the uh, you're the party, uh, I'm the tank. Tank, yeah. Um, can you put closest Bruldish to the door the first bed? Yeah, yeah. As everyone begins to settle in, um, Lena, you know, looks uncomfortable, and she says, oh, I'm I'm from here. As I said, you will, I am sure, find out soon enough. Um, my family was one of the um, players in town um, in much the same way as those terrible drunkards were, um, but that is no longer so. Um, and I don't want to talk about it. And if anyone tries to talk about it, I will be angry. Understood. Okay, but is there anything we need to know? I don't need to know specifics, but is there anything in general that could that would help us be more informed? Us. Yeah. N nothing. All of these affairs are settled. There is okay. no, no records outstanding. So no one's going to come after you with a knife in the street or something like I, that? I, I wouldn't well, be surprised, surprised Barovia, honestly. But but like, okay. Only because they no one, no one with a heart. I believe yeah. they call that Tuesday in Barovia. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's a Barovian handshake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no more me than anyone else. I should think. But. Okay. Uh, Crucible's going to take up of his sentry position by the door. So the room that you have rented for the night, it's a very long rectangular room. Uh, Crucible, it looks like there's there's kind of a, a, a you know, it's it's a little bit cramped for the, how many creatures are in this room? Um, a lot. Yeah. Seven? Po Pony six, is not here. Six people and a dog. You have, you have paid to, to put Pony in a stall in the barn uh, out behind the inn. But there's, yeah, six six humanoids and one dog, and a large dog at that, are cramped into a four-bedroom hotel room. So, you know, <laughs> it's like like your uh, traditional Ultimate Frisbee tournament. Yep. Um, so, <laughs> why did we let that dog on the team? Um, so, um, nothing Dogs the love Frisbees. I, mean, I was going to say. We watched Airbud too many times. Yeah. Is that one? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, I have no knowledge of Airbud. Please don't write to me. Um, <laughs> So it is a long, narrow room. There is a tiny uh, table with chairs kind of across from the door. Crucible, it looks like you're going to kind of park yourself by the door. Um, there are four kind of like twin beds in a row um, up against the wall. There are three windows uh, that look out uh, across the town of, of um Velaki uh, from here. And, you know, there's not a lot of multi-story structures in Velaki, so you actually kind of have a view of some of the rooftops and some, you know, chimneys with smoke coming out. Does not look like there's a lot of lights uh, out in the uh, lights lit up in homes in Velaki at this stage of the evening. Uh, so it looks like you have arranged yourself. Broldish is in the bed closest to the door near Crucible, then Elevore, then Lena Delina, and then Irina Koliana kind of in the corner. And Imra, you're kind of camped at the foot of Arena's bed with um with Androdite nearby. Yeah. Okay. And now remind me, I'm just I'm just getting the specifics just for fun, just you know, setting the stage because I like to learn about your character's mechanics. Um Irina, Lena Delina, Elevor, and Broldish, you are tired. You've had a long day. You started this day at the uh Vistani campsite. Um You've met skeletal wanderers, you searched for a small child, and recovered a small child, and then spent uh, many an hour drinking and having good times in the tavern below. You're pretty tired and need eight hours of sleep, right? Yeah. Yep. All right. Crucible, what tell me about your magic robot sleep? <laughs> uh, I don't need to sleep, but I do need to spend six hours in an inactive, motionless state. However, though I appear 
inert. I'm not actually unconscious. I can see and hear as normal. Okay. And Imra, what is your meditative state like? Uh, semi-conscious for four hours a day. I can dream. Da, da, da. I can That's... dream. <laughs> Ooh. Um, it says you can dream after a fashion. Such dreams are actually mental exercises that have become reflexive through years of practice. Oh, um, fancy. Yeah, but nothing, no like stasis standby mode for me. Okay. Um... So you are not aware of your surroundings when you're meditating, but you only have to meditate Doesn't, for four hours. No. Right, uh, for four hours. All right. And so you go to sleep, right? Mm-hmm. Do we? Mm-hmm. And I so we you stay did. up telling bedtime <laughs> stories first. I, I mean, if, if Crucible can stay alert and there's a dog and... Right. Yeah? We got, we're gonna, people <laughs> yeah. are going to have to sleep sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hold I, on. Let's play the adventure where you guys just. I mean, there are rules <laughs> for fatigue. I'm less interested in that than you guys role playing characters that haven't slept in four days. <laughs> oh, that's oh. my day to day life. Ooh, you're ready. What for are we it. talking about? Yeah. Mm. You ready. you need a home security monitoring sponsorship, mm. <laughs> and, then, and then Crucible. Cruci- yeah. <laughs> Hello, yeah. I am Castanor Tars Crucible, and I can recommend the safety system of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. All right, so uh, so the f- five of you go to sleep. Crucible powers down. Uh, several hours pass when I guess Crucible, uh, you are aware of some movement in the room. Where is this movement coming from? Uh, so you kind of, you, I guess you're just you're. You, you, it's not like you have to wake up or anything. I apologize. No, I feel like I, I'm not. I'm no, not, it's fine. He's, yeah, yeah, I'm basically awake. Just yeah, I'm. I'm just not moving. Okay, uh, you, uh, you, you, you kind of are aware of this, some stirring. You see, uh, Arena sits up in bed. She's staring out the window by Imra. How many hours has it been? Uh, let's say it's like been three hours. It's it's in the middle of the night, pitch black. Okay, the the tavern is quiet, kind of you know creaking wind. Crucible is not going. He's going to continue, you know, remaining resting unless mm-hmm. she does. I mean, you know, that's a little odd, but it's not like. Maybe she's she homesick. Up, it's the middle of the night. Yeah. She's looking out the know. window. Uh, that's fine. I'm not. I'm not prepared to intervene yet. Okay. Um, there's a scratching noise on the window. <laughs> oh. All right. Now, from the <laughs> inside <laughs> or the outside? Yeah. Can I? I, I assume it's coming from outside. Can something else. Something outside the window scratching. Probably just a branch. Can I see? Does Androdite? Is there a tree there? <laughs> I don't. I never mentioned there being a tree there. <laughs> can, can I see from my angle? Can I see anything? I feel like you happen to position yourself on the pretty far end of the, yeah. of the room by the door. I don't think you have a good view of the window, but you definitely hear the sound of a scratch on the on the glass. Okay. Does Androdite hear her passive perception? Is Androdite is mortal as a dog, and so I think he's probably sleeping. Oh. Interesting. Dog sleep. Dog. Big if true. Like I'm no dog expert. Don't mail me dog. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give her dog truth. There's dogs never sleep. Stop making up your lies. <laughs> uh, Crucible is sort of you know he's he's keeping an eye on this, but he's he's kind of waiting to see what happens. Okay. Arena is sitting in bed. And she uh, she gets up from bed. She's standing next to the bed. Okay. She seems to be walking slowly toward the window. Okay. <laughs> At this point, Crucible will intervene and say quietly, I'm sorry, Irina, is everything all right? She does not seem to, to register that you have spoken to her. And she keeps moving towards the window? Slowly. She's walking toward the window. Crucible will also... She's kind of picking her way around the... Uh, yeah. The, Crucible, you know, the, crowded, the-, the crowded frat house that you guys have littered with heroes. <laughs> Crucible is going to do the same thing. He's not yet trying to wake his companions, but he will sort of like move over and try to intercept her or at least meet her at the window insofar as he okay. can do. There's a, you, Crucible, you hear as you get closer that scratching sound at the window, and I think you're close enough to see something. Um, you see 
a face. Uh, it looks like there's a pale man with very large teeth outside the window, scratching on the glass, staring why at Arena. Why is he scratching? Why, do you, why are you scratching? You big weirdy. Is, is Arena making a move to do anything? Arena is slowly creeping toward the window. She looks to be going to unlock the window. Okay. Uh, before she can get there, I am definitely going to stop her. Like, if she reaches out a hand for the window, I'm definitely going to, like, grab that hand. She reaches out a hand for yeah, the window. Yeah, definitely <laughs> grab that hand before I can get to the window. Okay. You stop her, and it's kind of like, she doesn't really resist. She's kind of goes slack. Um, Arena does not look like she's awake. It looks like she might be sleepwalking. Yeah. Crucible, is the, does the thing outside the window see Crucible? Uh, he sees you. He turns to look at you. To one of these. Oh, yeah. Shoot. Shoot. <laughs> is that, is that what Crucible wanna, actually do you, does? Do you want to wake anybody else up? <laughs> Crucible, what are you doing? The, uh, please the, shoot. The, please a shoot. strange, pale-faced man is staring at you. His eyes are like embers burning into your soul? Circuits? Something? <laughs> circuits? I'm not uh, a robot. Are- <laughs> not a robot. <laughs> not a robot. Uh, his eyes are like nothing you have seen before. They are like two dark burning fires an infinite distance away from you and you have trouble not not just staring into them and getting lost in them. What are you going to do? Uh, Crucible is going to yell in a deep voice, Danger! <laughs> Danger echoes through all of you as you scuffle out of bed to the best that you can uh, as, as your friend alerts you of danger. Um, Scramble up. I could have you roll initiative. I don't know if that would slow us or if people feel like they would be the quickest to go or have a thing ready to Not do. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure that Lena sleeps with a dagger under her pillow. Yeah, I mean, but, Crucible's, yeah. Crucible's, Lena, Crucible's awake. Lena, Crucible's that awake. dagger is now in your hand. You <laughs> see Crucible seems to be uh, perhaps in some kind of like hug slash uh, fight with Irina, and, but there's also a strange man with glowing eyes outside the window of your second story uh, hotel room. Irina, <laughs> uh, I'll give you an action. Go. Okay, she's going to throw a dagger through the window. Okay. The dagger uh, hits the window and crashes into a a thousand shards of broken glass, and the man is gone. What? A cold wind blows across your hotel room. Tell me that you saw that. Elevor just now wakes up and he's like, oh, why do we have the window open? Imra, you're covered in broken glass. Crucible exchanges a look with Lena. I saw something, a face, I think. It was unsettling, to say the least. Those eyes so dark and fiery. As though they were an infinite distance away. (laughs) Uh, Imra, from behind you, you hear a banging on the wall. uh, And a voice says... People are trying to sleep. That person, it is Rictavio. Rictavio needs his sleep. Keep it down. Bang, 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 bang. Uh, Sorry, Ricky. If Crucible crosses to, is it, first of all, did Arena wake up? Uh, Arena has slumped to the ground. Okay. In the in the glass, please. Crucible will sort of near to the glass. Yeah, as she (laughs) starts to slump, Crucible will basically catch her and place her back in the bed. What? Yeah, I'll do a medicine check. Uh, uh, Let Brutus see you for a moment. While we investigate something further, I would also like Crucible to cross to the window. And I had such see a strange dream. If there's anything outside the, that the, that Crucible can perceive from there, uh, Crucible, give me a perception check. Oh, I can use my divine sense. I'll mm-hmm. I'll pop that on as I'm doing my medicine 21. check. Twenty-one. Um, Crucible, you see many bats flitting around in the night. Unclear if that's unnatural or not. Uh, Broldish, are you? No, it's clearly many. Uh, probably several um, bats. <laughs> Broldish, are you seeing to Arena? I am, but I'm also t- turning on my divine sense as I okay. do that. Um, so I can detect good and evil. I can sense anything affected by the hallow spell or know the uh, a location of celestials, fiends, undeads within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. So I'm kind of like craning my neck to look out the window. You know, mm. you get like a weird kind of blip on your radar. In the form of, like, a cloud of bats flying away from you. 
Okay. There are evil bats flying away. Irina is not evil. There does not seem to be any other evil uh, forces within the uh, your immediate vicinity. Okay. Would a religion or arcana check allow me to make any educated guesses about that creature? Um, sure. Yeah, any- uh, did other people have anything stacked up? We did up? battle one vampire already. Yeah, but it, it- didn't turn into bats. <laughs> True. Um, I, undead are my favorite enemy, but I don't know if it would do me any good to do a check. You'd probably have advantage, right? Is that what? Being, yeah. yeah. So. So so maybe a check to think if you remember of any specific undead that can turn into bats. <laughs> um. I just I just imagine we play this adventure for weeks and weeks and weeks, and you never learn anything about vampires. <laughs> I mean, we've Wait. learned some things about vampires. They are not correct. Yeah. We get to weeks <laughs> later, we're like, oh, a vampire can turn into bats. That makes so much sense. <laughs> we get to the uh, final adventure, and you're like, we need silver bullets. And it's like, none of us brought a gun. Yeah. Like, just our to- luck. There are vampires here and evil bats. Yeah. <laughs> Before Co- we try to Co- settle down again, I am going to take a, I remember I bought a lot of garlic, so I'm going to take mm. a bunch of garlic and like spread it along <laughs> along the, uh, the windowsill. Now, and like rub oh, it. That's right. I'm gonna rub it along all the edges now that the window is like <laughs> broken open. Now it's super it's cold s- and smells like garlic. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Sure does. <laughs> mm-hmm. Garlic. Protection. I rolled. I rolled an eight to my check, so <laughs> um, not feeling great about that. Uh, I'm yeah, very sleepy. Bats. You know that bats are creepy. <laughs> bats are super creepy. Yeah. Um, Anyone else? <laughs> I will roll a religion check to see if that helps. I got a 10. Uh, bats are, you're not sure what religion bats are. Do you think do you- <laughs> they're non denominational? <laughs> yeah, non denominational bats. Well, it depends whether or not they've had their bat mitzvah. Mm-hmm. Good night, everybody. <laughs> what does uh, Arena, Arena, what happened? I don't know. I, I was having a dream. It was, it was like I was at home in Barovia, little Barovia. And, in the nights before my father passed, the the devil he would come to our house and he would he would he would speak to me through the walls and and his his minions were there and they would they would bray and scratch at the door and they would drive my father mad and and it was like it was all happening again. But no, we're in Velaki. Velaki is safe. This is not my life. I'm glad I woke up. What happened to the window? <laughs> Uh, instinct. (laughs) Uh, there was a, uh, it's no good hiding the truth from you. Uh, that which you remember from your childhood, I fear it may be happening again. We were visited. We were visited by some fiend in the night. Well, (sighs) might not have been a fiend. Low, well, lowercase m. Yeah, yeah, lo- low, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> undead pedant. I mean, pedant of undead yeah, things, yeah, not yeah. a pedant who is yeah. Yeah, some paladin. some kind of beast. No, yeah. not a beast. <laughs> I'm a paladin. Pedantry comes with the uh, oh with yes, the, the title. Some sort of nuisance. Yeah, you could <laughs> just say I'm a paladin. Some sort of nuisance that was yeah. up in my I, I mean, he has been repeatedly referred to as the devil, which he is not. Technically, <laughs> yeah. welcome yeah. to semantics in Barovia. Big Barovia. Good. Yeah, I Jane, know creature Jane, types too. Jane, good luck. Ex- good luck defending that in a conversation with him. We were visited <laughs> in the night by a medium undead. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think he was like a challenge rating eight. I don't think it's that big a deal. Elavor uh, starts whispering to the spirits of nature, and <laughs> what does that look like? <laughs> It We're in a like hotel it. room. <laughs> he, he closes. Guys, this is like my college experience over and over again. <laughs> he closes his eyes and takes on the shape of a tree. By putting his- <laughs> Guys, do you ever just like really think about leaves? I mean, like really? We have turns into a tree. We have lost not our physically. deposit on this hotel room. <laughs> he put no. He doesn't turn into a real tree. He puts his hands over oh, okay, his head like to thing. shape himself like a tree. And I am so concerned about where you're going to stay tomorrow night, since you've trashed this room. Does anyone have mending? 
<laughs> whispering with his eyes closed. Um, and then you see this light sort of hazy, not not hazy, this light sort of uh, drifting purple cloud that spreads out amongst the group. And instead of that horrible scent of garlic, it starts to smell like lavender. Aww. And cool. it, lavender is also a calming um, scent. And so the idea is that everybody just chills the F out a little bit. I do feel chill. All right. So perhaps uh, I'm curious what your plan is now. This is uh, a scenario we've all been in where six people are in a hotel room. A vampire tries to break in through the window. And what do you do now? Like, it's the middle of the night, so it's awkward. Like, do you go back to sleep or do you just stay up? Like, does someone make coffee? Uh, what happens, people? I think That's we. A great question. I, I think we got to try to get some sleep. Yeah, yeah, we have to. It is awkward. Maybe we'll do. Can we do something? Does anyone have any any um way to mark things the wind is whistling in through your garlic <laughs> garlic garlanded broken window now i mean we could take a cloak and like tack it up somehow yeah, i think we'll have the to vampire do... out <laughs> well i will stand sentry in front of the window gladly that's not a problem yeah. but it is still going to be not the most pleasant place to sleep currently but it's yours <laughs> But it's ours, mm-hmm. and you know I won't have any trouble sleeping. Have. And so you'll just try and go back to sleep? Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else to do. Yeah, do you want to switch positions with me, maybe? So I'll stay yeah, in between sure. the window and Irina, basically. Does anyone have... Well, there are two windows. Right, but I'll, be, I'll be closer to oh, Irina. Are okay, it yeah. seems like okay. they're most interested in coming after her. Three windows. Yeah. Oh, there, there are a lot of windows in yeah, this we place. Picked a tactically bad. <laughs> I asked you which room you wanted. This is true. Mm-hmm. Should have no asked windows to see next time. Uh, I don't. I don't know if any of those are for rent. I think those uh, are like the Mardikoff family might stay in those. Uh, cr- nope. Crucible, you now. seem to be rich in sort of protective and religious magics. Do you have anything that may help us to ward off evil or detect its presence? Broldish, you too seem to have a sense for these things. Yeah, lie. <laughs> Prepared spell list is not great for that. Yeah, I can. I will be able to, for uh, a brief amount of time, detect evil one more time uh, before I get a nice, a nice long good sleep. But, uh, but that's about it. Um, I, I know. Okay. So I yeah. do, know, yeah, I I do know appropriate spells, but I don't have them prepared currently. So that's. And probably a thing I should think about before tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, unfortunately, I'm not a dog brain surgeon who has all the magical spells. That's a very specific reference. (laughs) Uh, You're right. I'm sorry. I keep making that reference. I just, it's on the, it's on the brain because I keep, Michael, we love you. We we all miss him. (laughs) I was looking through my spell list going, wait, I thought I had that thing where I could like put a circle around a door. (laughs) Nope. Wrong character. Yep. Well, All right, so I think we you do rest. what you can, and so you rest and you get your your hours of sleep. Uh, but they are probably fitful as the wind whistles through your room and crucible. You're standing on broken glass. <laughs> Androdite is probably extra fidgety. You get your rest, but you probably do not feel particularly well as you awaken in the morning. Standing outside your door as you leave the hotel room is a grumpy looking. Erwin Mardikoff greeting you in the morning saying, I saw that window. It's going on your bill. Fair. A bat flew into it. Like four or five times. There was a nuisance. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that. I didn't think that we had that problem anymore. Velaki is known for its uh, its bats. So there's a song about it. Um, How does it go? How does it go? The bats at night are big and bite deep in the heart of Velaki. (laughs) So they anyway, don't bats. don't That's let the bed, bed bats bite. Um, <laughs> breakfast is ready downstairs. <laughs> Hope you like Ooh. leftover wolf steak. Okay, feeling. <laughs> you know we do. I am and out the door. Night. And he uh, waves you uh, waves you on as he goes to make your beds and clean up the broken glass. Elevore's humming the song. <laughs> Deep in the heart. No, sorry, <laughs> we won't do oh, that anymore. Um, all right, uh, just, 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 just one question: uh, <laughs> Who's going to be uh, the first down the stairs 
uh, on the side of the building as you go around. That would be Broldish, because I really am excited for breakfast. All right, Broldish, just, you know, I'm just asking your marching order on the way from your hotel room to breakfast. Mm -hmm. Who's next? Um, Probably Elevore, because he he and, uh, yeah. Yeah, they're bullish. bros. They kind of, they, yeah, we're bros. All right, <laughs> I kind of wait. wait no, I mm. <laughs> can I go? Can I go second? Because I I want to check for tracks like around the building before oh, I go well, into yeah, breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you would have said that, then yeah, of course. I'll All right, okay. like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. So l- let's just say that uh, Broldish and Immer are headed down the stairs on the side of the building, heading around the front. Uh, does not look like there's any obvious sides on the front, but you could make your way around to the side before going back in. And Broldish, as you're looking around, from or out of the corners, jumps a strange creature. A creature that we'll find out about next time on The Little Party Kill! Oh, Rick Tavio! Oh!